Shalom Ubracha, we are up to Mayid Katan Daf Beis. The Kajik Levagoyan says that Chol Mayid is called Mayid Katan because we know that the moon was the Ma'ara Katan and the sun is the Ma'ara Gadol. The moon doesn't have any intrinsic light to itself. It is lit up by the sun and we can see it, its glow. So too Chol Mayid gets its shine, its Kedusha, its Shefa from its Yomtev, which is before and after. The first half of Mayid Katan talks about Chalamoy, the second half talks about Avelis. It's, it's almost like two separate Mesechtas. Anyway, our Mishnah starts off that on Chalamoy, you're allowed to water a base hashlachin. Shlachin comes from the word thirsty. A thirsty field is a field that does not get enough rain, so it needs to be watered. You're allowed to water this field on Chalamoy and on Shemitah. From both a new spring and an old spring. And the Gemara is going to discuss what's the difference between a new and an old spring. One that just started flowing and one that's been flowing for a while. What you're not allowed to do is you're not allowed to water this Beis HaShlachin, this field from rainwater or from a bucket. Bring it up from a well. You're not allowed to make little ditches to gather water around. Great Vange of Elizabeth Azaria says you're not allowed to make an irrigation canal called an Amma because it was an Amma by an Amma ditch. The Chachamim say you are allowed to make this irrigation canal for the first time during Shemitah, but not on Cholamite. And you are allowed to fix an irrigation canal that crumbles, that, that you know needs reparations, upkeep. You are allowed to fix these uh, water cisterns that are in Rishos Rabim, where they would keep their clean water. This is probably why Chazal were always drinking wine, because they didn't have water. It wasn't easy to come by. It wasn't any tap water. You're allowed to cement them, you're allowed to fix roads and paths and mikvois. And you're allowed to do any tzorich rabim. You're allowed to mark graves to put up tombstones. And the Mish- all of this is allowed to be done on Cholamayid. And the Mishnah ends up saying that these things are all yaitza. Also, these halachas apply by klayim. Now the Gemara says... Why does that Mishnah need to tell us that you're not allowed to water a field, a Beisashlachen field, a thirsty field, with a new spring, a new Mayan? Because maybe the the little walls that you dig to have the water flow into the field are going to fall down. But you're still allowed to use this to water your field. So of course I'm allowed to use an old, sturdy spring. Why does the Mishnah need to tell us both? And the Gemara explains that if I would have only told you that you're allowed to use a new spring, I would think that an old spring, if it's such a good spring, then I could even use it to water a base habal, which is a field that suffices on rainwater. Kamash Malan and Mishnah told us both cases to tell me that it doesn't matter what type of a mayan it is, a new one or an old one, you're allowed to water a field that's thirsty. And you're not allowed to water a Beis HaBal. And the Gemara says, what, how do we know that a Beis HaShlachen means thirsty? It learns from the Pasuk of the Ata Oyev V'yageya, and we learn from the Lashon of the Targum that Oyev, tired, means a Lashon of thirsty. Mishal Hai can be Mishal Chei. Rashi says the He and the Ches can interchange. How, how do I know the Beis HaBal means it's a settled field, that it doesn't need extra watering. This, the Gemara learns from the Pasuk of Ki Yival Bochor Basula, and the translation, the Targum, is Dimitoisev Oilam. So you see, it's a lesson of 
Baal is a lotion of, of settled. Okay. Now, through all the halachas that our Mishnah told us, it comes out that on Cholamoid, you are allowed to do a malacha if there is Pseida involved, there will be a significant loss, but not if, but you can't do a malacha in order to make a profit. The second thing we learned is that even if you're doing it to prevent a loss, you still can't do it if it's going to be a big tircha. Now, which Tana holds these two halachas? That it has to be a loss and it can't be a tircha. So Rav Huna tells us that it's Rav Lezer ben Yaakov, because we see in the Mishnah, that Rav Lezer ben Yaakov says that you're allowed to dig a crevice for the water to travel from one tree to another on Cholamite. As long as you stop there and you don't transfer it to the, you know, keep the water irrigating the rest of the field. The problem is that that only teaches us that you can't do a tircha. That doesn't tell me the halacha of pseida, that you're only allowed to do it to prevent a loss. So Elmer Papa says, you know who it is? It's Rav Yehuda. Because you have a b'risa that brings on different opinions about a new spring. Rav Meir holds that you're allowed to use a new spring even to water to irrigate a base habal. Rav Yehuda says, you're only allowed to use it for a base hashlochin that was ruined. We're going to explain what that means. Rav Lezben Azariah says, you're not allowed to use it at all. And the, the Bible continues that Rav Yehuda says that a person should not use his irrigating canals to, he shouldn't dig them in a way that they'll go irrigate his gardens or his chorva on Cholomboid. What is a chorva? doesn't mean an actual chorva because you know, why, are you, why are you irrigating a dilapidated field if there's nothing growing there? Elamai, it's a perfectly good field, but its spring had dried up. It got ruined. So in that regard, it is chorav. It's destroyed. It's, it's ruined. So now you're allowed to bring in a new mayan. Over there's a minazari over there says no. You're not allowed to use a new irrigating canal for anything. So it sounds like Rav Yehuda is our Mishnah. The only problem is Rav Yehuda tells us they're only allowed to use the irrigation canal for Beis HaShlochin but not for Beis HaBal. Regarding a new Mayan. So, so far, it, he does work with our Mishnah. When you have a new spring, there's a chance that the path that the water takes is going to fall down, and that you'll need a fix. But an old one, L'chayra of Yehuda would hold, that you could even use on a base of Baal. So that isn't of Yehuda, because that isn't our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says that you can't water a base of Baal no matter what. The Gemara says, yeah, but we have no choice. None of the other Tanoim fit even remotely with our Mishnah. Yehuda is the closest one we got. We have to stop Rav Yehuda and say that he would say that even in old Mayan, you can't use an Abes Abal. You only let him water Abes HaShlochen. Right, so why did Rav Yehuda specifically say a case of using a new Mayan? That's a Talmud Yechidosh that to show how, how Mekel Rav Meir was that he even let a new Mayan water Abes Abal. Rav Yehuda is Takar Mishnah. Next, the Gemara says that if someone weeds or waters his plants on Shabbos, 
What malacha is he doing? Well, who cares what malacha is doing? He's chayev. Yeah, but it makes a difference because you're only chayev misa if you have edim and hasra. And hasra has to be like Tosis explains. You have to tell him that you're doing a loisazei and this is the exact iser that you're doing. If we tell him the wrong malacha, then he's going to get off death row. Rabbah says that weeding and watering a field is choyresh, plowing. Rabbi Yosef says it's zereyat, planting. Rabbah says it's obvious that it's choyresh because you, you, when someone plows his fields, he wants the ground to be a healthier ground. So so too here. I'm pulling out the weed so it's healthier ground. But Rabbi Yosef says it's zereyat, you're planting. You pull out all the weeds and you water a field in order to make the, the fruit grow. Now Abai has a kasha on both Rova and Rav Yosef. He tells Rabbi, look, you're telling me it's chayrish. Why can't it be Zareya also? And according to you, Rav Yosef, okay, it's Zareya. Why isn't it chayrish too? Why can't it be both? It, and it's not like someone can't do two malachas at once. You have a case of a kahana tells us if someone pulls a branch off a tree, and he, not only is, does he want to have this branch off the tree, he also wants the branch, he wants to light a fire with it. He'll be chayav twice. One for removing the branch, and one for taking the branch. This is Takakasha. Why isn't it both Chayrish and Zareya? Next, Rav Yosef asks Rabbah a question. Someone who weeds or covers up seeds of Klayim gets Malchus. Rabbi Kiva says, even just letting Klayim grow is a Chiyuv, is an Isser of Klayim. Now, Rav Yosef says, look, I say that the issue of weeding is a problem of Zareya. And it's also to plant to do zereya with Klayim. But according to you, you're saying that it's Chayrish. There's no Isser of Chayrish by Klayim. What's the Isser of weeding out Klayim? So Rabbi turns to Yosef and he says, You think the Isser is because he's planting Klayim? No. The Isser is that he's being Mekayim Klayim. Nothing to do with Harish or Zreya. He's letting the Klayim grow. Uh, the Seifa said, Rakiva came in with a chiddush, like, oh no, even even letting it letting it remain is an iser klayim. It sounds like the Tanakama wasn't an iser of makayim. The Tanakama was an iser of zereya or chayrish. Ella, Rabbi says no. The entire Mishnah was actually Rabbi Akiva, who's saying that the, there's an iser of kiyum, and he's saying the reason in the sefer, the Rasha, he says, if you weed or you cover up the seeds, right, you get malchus for that. Why? Because he's Makayim. And Rabbi Kiva holds that Kiyom is an Isser of Klayim. How does Rabbi Kiva know? It's a Bryce that says, Sotchol is Isra Klayim. That sounds like I shouldn't have planned Klayim. How do I know that even being Makayim Klayim is Osir? So if you read the Psukim like a, like a Hasidic Shavart and you put the comma somewhere else, the Pasuk says, Klayim Sotcholoi. Make sure that there's no Klayim in your field. So even being Makayim, it is an Isser. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.